intentions So when we begin to assassinate your cash members on this agenda, there is no pretenders So when we begin to assassinate your cash members Dig it, cool, calm, collective My perspective, search the premises I leave no clues for detectives My verbal impact across your back slap You talk about, you see me But your vision's full of cataract It don't matter that, your glass house I shatter that, bad luck I walk under Now show me where the ladder at Fill up the urinal organs up in your bladder cat Approach me with shriller rhetoric as if you had a sack Now cruise down broad your gas pedal floor oh, With ammo and artillery like, Exactly And then they kind of tease you with one more act That's not their best act but it's yeah. nostalgic I'm, I'm yeah. here for that type of thing yep. Yep. We back man Episode 25 After dinner conversations You already know what it is You already know what it is Location change number 10 Right um, <laughs> But you know we here um, I'm here Megan, with Steven Mike is with us. Um, the whole pod's here. The whole pod is here. Episode 25, After Dinner Conversations. I'm so excited. Um, I think this conversation is going to be lighthearted, but still so vital and so important, um, given the concept of this pod. As we talk about coming of age, as we talk about you know leaving school and entering this quote-unquote real world, yeah. given all that's going on. So I'm excited to be here with my brothers today. It's gloomy outside, but you know we're going to have some fruitful conversation in here. So even when it's gloomy, it's still hot. That's the sad part. Facts. It's summertime, yeah. but it's humid today. I don't like the humidity. I like I could deal with the heat, but I don't like the. You know, humidity. it's crazy. This humidity don't even feel okay. that bad to me, because like it's only I think eighty three mm. today, eighty five. This whole week was ninety. I, every time I stepped outside, I felt like God consumed me. But every every time I was outside, like I was chilling with my grandmother one day on the porch. We was like, yeah, it's hot outside, but it's not humid, so we was fine. <laughs> The porch yeah, got shade. I was bowling with my brother in uh, Philly, and it was too much for me. It was too hot. It was hot, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, it's like a couple plays in. I'm, I'm, I'm huffing and puffing. You sweating? Not I even you, you sweating. I can't run. You can't move. Like, yeah, but I ain't play. But I ain't play ball this week. I had to take a break from ball because ninety. It's it's cool to be outside, but not not on nobody's court. You got to start balling at seven. That's the key. Nah, it was ninety at seven. It was 90 at 7. I'm actually capping. It was 90 at 7. But it was, the sun was down, though. It didn't feel as bad. That's true. Because I was balling outside, I think, not yesterday, maybe two days ago. Yeah, two days ago. And it was like, I think I came outside at like 7, 7.30. I'm like, it's 90, but I can. the sun's down. There's some more shade from the trees. I can deal with this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I'm glad the summer's here to stay. Um, and I hope it stays a little while. It's August. Summer's gone. Yeah. Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> you, we live in a state where the winter can start very easily at the end February. of September. <laughs> Listen, um, so I'm trying to let this summer rock out. Come on, bro. You gotta let it go. Summer's over. They had this run. <laughs> I ready for the fall. We man. didn't even get to August. Not even today yet. By the time y'all hear this, it'll be August. <laughs> but it's not even August yet. Yeah, but give me that last little stretch, you know, have your last little couple weeks of fun. I feel like the first like two weeks of August is like a good time to get your last trips in. That's why everybody yeah, from the office is going on vacation. Yeah. Trips, vacation. Well, you know, even it's a little weekend, you know, just get away for a little bit. Try to put the world away for like a couple of days. That's valid. Um, but when the fall comes around, it's back to normal. <laughs> back well, no, to we, we both know nothing's back to nothing's normal right now. Nothing's back to normal. That's a fact. I guess it was an insensitive word to say. I guess. <laughs> it, there's a, there's a peer appearance of normality. NBA's back, like we said. Y'all watched the restart the other day? I, w- I watched the game yeah. last night with the Clippers and the Lakers. Okay. And that game, it felt pretty close to an NBA game. Really? It was, yeah, it was like the game was close. Um, uh, it came down to the final shot. They 
the way they set up the crowd was they had people call in from like a Skype Zoom type of thing, and they put up everybody lined up on like some fake bleachers mm. as if it's like a video pro- game. Exactly. Okay. And I think they had some crowd noises, Mike, unless I'm tripping, like the defense, like you know how to. So they did that, and soccer does that too. So it wasn't bad. Um, I'm still not fully interested yet. I think it was just nice and refreshing to see, but I don't anticipate myself like going to watch those games. Okay. Because um, I think I appreciate the crowd atmosphere, even though I'd rather watch the game at home than be there. Because I like to get, go to the bathroom, come back, go sit on my couch in like my own space, and like kick back and eat. But I appreciate what the crowd does for a game like that. So, random question: Did they have the NBA logo in the middle of the court? Yes, they okay. did. Yes, they did. Yeah, yeah. I just didn't want it to look like, like an AAU game. <laughs> that's what that's what it pretty much is, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no home court unless you live in Orlando, technically. And even then, no, they, you can't bring nobody. Are they even in it? I don't know if they're even. I think no. Orlando's in it. Unless I'm Is tripping. Playoffs? Have I not? The basketball's been away for a couple of months. I don't yeah, know I don't know. I don't oh know. yeah, because only playoff contenders were able to come. Yeah, it's, it's like 22 teams out of um, 30. Okay, so like the Bulls not. Man, there. I forgot Red Jackson's on the Clippers. I feel like I've been. <laughs> Listen, bro, I, didn't, I didn't know lineups for Very a second. I mean, the lineup's probably different, though, because they probably had to go seventh, eighth man off the bench. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Kawhi still played, though. Kawhi and Paul George. But that's enough about ball, man. Um, <laughs> I'm actually going to bring to y'all real quick recipe of the week. You know, we've been doing – how long have we been doing this? It's been like five episodes now, right? Four or five, yeah. Four or five. We didn't do it last week, so we're coming back to you. Um, this is kind of like a double whammy act. Not double whammy, but like um, two in one because we're going to be bringing you food, um, but also just a quick shout-out and love to this page. Um, we got a flatbread that I'm going to be giving to you. This was actually provided by Harris Taste. Um, and so it's a really quick, easy steps to make a flatbread. Throw in your own type of flair with it, red sauce, white sauce, different types of vegetables, fruits, or even if you want to go with cheeses. Um, we're going to put the ingredients online on the podcast page because there's multiple ways you can do it. But the baseline is having two essential ingredients, which is, of course, the rising flour and organic Greek yogurt. That's the key for the good flatbread. Um, so stay tuned. We're going to post it on the pod at AD Convos. And um, make sure you try it out. Send us pictures of what y'all doing. If you want to get your food that you created from our recommendation poster, just let us know and we can do that for you. Absolutely, absolutely. So, again, I'm still waiting for some pictures, some videos. Everybody be putting up Insta stories when they when they on the grill or when they on the stove. So mm-hmm. I'm waiting for AD Convos to be added in some of those videos, man. It might be in the close friends, Corey, so you're not in the close friends, so you didn't get to see it. You're right. You're right. They don't even know I'm back on social media yet. <laughs> that's, a, that's a fact. That's a fact. I'm just back on Instagram, barely. But, yeah, so um, moving forward, that was the recipe of the week. And now we're going to transition to cocktail hour. You already know. You already know. Um, I can't see Steven with this setup, so I don't know when he's about to press a button. <laughs> um, but for Cocktail Hour this week, we just wanted to talk a little bit about Netflix has made a decision or made the announcement, rather, um, that they have purchased a license for some um, old black sitcoms. So one-on-one, Sister, Sister, um, and, a, and a couple others to, to be street to girlfriends. Yep. I think, was it the Parkers up there, too? Parkers was up there. Yeah, Parkers, Parker. Sister, Sister. Okay. Um, so, you know, definitely some shows that I'm excited to to see come back. But, you know, understanding, again, you know, Netflix doing this versus, you know, another company. We just wanted to get some thoughts, you know, some thoughts on, on, that, on, on that announcement that took place just a couple of days ago. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> what do you think it might? Or you want me to jump in first? Nah, it just, it just feels like so nostalgic that it's weird to feel that right now. Because <laughs> I feel like that was like a whole different world. 
No, we literally. Be watching them, you know, one on one. I should be up like one a.m. watching that show. <laughs> That's then that'll literally be the time it comes on too. Yeah, I know. I'm gonna check them out though. I mean, the Parker likes to watch after school. Um, Parker's was on BT and MTV, game was right? First couple of seasons, I remember that. Oh, the game is um, was was on the list. The game, the game is the first yeah, two seasons. I think three seasons of the game. So that's yeah, the, that's the pre BET pre BET era. Yeah, I think so. I think that's all all they had the licenses for. But yeah, that was that was when it was better. I gotta catch girlfriends because I gotta see Joe Marie Jones again. That's the only reason I used to watch as a kid. <laughs> and then, yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, I mean, I probably I probably throw them on because I'm not gonna lie. Um, if you put like an old black sitcom on TV, I'm gonna watch it because HBO. I've been on HBO Max every day watching Fresh Prince, <laughs> and I guess I'm gonna be on Netflix a little bit more often too. Yeah. So the official list is Moesha, uh, the game, mm-hmm. Sister Sixer, Girlfriends, the Parkers, Half and Half, and One on One. Um, and then those are I think being released every two weeks for starting tomorrow, all the way to October 15th. Um, I th- I mean I think it's cool. Um, I think. You know these shows should have been on these streaming services from the beginning. I think I don't I don't care when you bring it on. I think when you bring it on, you're gonna get this level of excitement. It's just I think of the climate of what's going on. It's like this is perfect, and you're gonna get extra love for it. My only thing is, and I think I, I tweeted about it briefly on Twitter, um, that I don't know if you're aware, Corey, that there's um a pending lawsuit against Netflix with um Monique, um, because she was supposed to do her her um. Uh, special, yeah, Netflix yep. special, mm-hmm. comedy special, and they were trying. Netflix was trying to shortcome her, and the second um, appeal that Netflix did to get this thrown out of court was last, ten, like ten days ago, like July tenth, maybe fifteenth. And strategically enough, like ten days since then, because now the, the motion is moving forward, um, this came up, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, Monique's on the Parkers. That speaks for itself, right? Mm-hmm. So the pessimistic, the pessimistic person in me is like, hmm. You know, there's some strategic thing going on where it's like, you know, oh, we love black people. Look what we just did on Netflix type of thing and try to further gain momentum to try to discredit what her case wasn't entirely because on two separate occasions they said, nah, Monique has a valid case to take this to court and she's going to do so. Um, so I like the fact that it's up on there. The timing of it still is, is still a little weird to, weird to me. I think what's the, I don't know what the difference between doing that this right now versus in June. Now, maybe they didn't get the licenses and stuff until then. That's fine. But it's a little bit sus to me, just a little bit. Yeah, I mean, again, I appreciate, um, like Mike was saying, some of the nostalgia um, that comes with being able to watch these shows that, you know, we watched growing up. A lot of the shows were were live, you know, when we came up, so we had to wait a week before, you know, we could see the next episode or whatever. But, again, like Stephen said, the timing, the fact that they're doing it in one bunch versus, you know, or not even one bunch, but, you know, making the announcement in one bunch. I don't think, you know, I don't even think this was on the list for the – August releases that I just no. watched other. So I think like this surprise announcement um, is a little bit questionable. Um, you know, Netflix doing it versus potentially like a BET plus or whatever the case is, yeah. you know, is, is questionable, but there's so many streaming platforms out there that is hard. Um, I think you want these shows because people want nostalgia, right? The way, the same way they have a friends or a Seinfeld on, on platforms, they want the one-on-ones and the half and half. So I appreciate mm-hmm. it. But, you know, I don't really have, you know, a thought one way or another because I just don't know enough backstory on how licensure works on how streaming works. Like we were just talking about, I don't know how streaming services make money, you know, fully <laughs> and completely. So um, I just hope, you know, people enjoy. But, I, again, don't let, you know, the companies making announcements like this, doing things like this, stop from, from the overall goal, the only overall movement that's going on right now. So That's a fact. 
let this be your break, not you know, not your focus. Mm-hmm. That's my only thing. That's it. That's valid. I think that's valid. Um, mm-hmm. Which is different than what we're going to talk about today. <laughs> a little bit different. A little, a little bit, bit different. different. Mike, you want to you want to introduce the the topic for today, roughly? Yeah, I can roughly. We're going to get into one of the most start rubbing his hands like Birdman. <laughs> <laughs> It's one of the central topics, and it's something I've been thinking about too, like a little bit recently. It's about you know what are we're talking about just men's wardrobe. You know what is the essentials really that you know what that what like for like young men to have you know as we're going through our social and professional lives too at the same time. So I think it's going to be a good discussion. Corey, I think it's a great idea. Honestly, I still think it's a good idea when you brought it up. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I don't know why I thought about it. I think I was looking at my closet, cleaning out my closet now that I'm back home. And I was like, yo, why do I wear this? Like, who do I think I was? So I think I was fly. Yeah, exactly. Um, and my wardrobe has changed so much over the years. And, you know, but again, you know, I just want to get some of y'all thoughts. I think the first question I had posed was, what are some essentials that you think a young male, young professional male, so again, in our sort of state of, of aging or adulthood, should have in their closet? What are some necessities? I would say your top five things, five clothing five. clothing items. Ooh. Or outfits, top five outfits. Top five outfits? I was going to say, like, pieces of apparel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my number one definitely is dress shoes. I think you need a really good range I of dress shoes. That. You, I, was, I, was just, I was thinking, like, your shoes make the whole outfit. You got to... You know what I'm saying? You can on those for different occasions. No, that's a fact. Like, I think... You can't you can't just be using you can't have the the one black shoes and the one brown shoe you had that when you was going to church. So <laughs> matter of fact, it usually just be one black shoe, but we're not gonna talk. We're not gonna it. talk about it. We're not gonna talk about it. Um, I th- I think you need an array. You need you need you know a light brown. You need a dark brown. You need like a red wood. You need a black. You know you need a saying? loafer. You, you need, need a loafer. You need that navy blue. You need that. You need um, a wingtip. The wingtip. Hey, listen, Corey, I know Corey got like twenty pairs. <laughs> I'm trying to catch up, but. I think shoes would definitely be the number one thing because I think a lot of people they really underestimate that that belt shoe combo. You know, mm, can we and talk about the belt shoe combo? What's what's supposed to happen with your belt and your shoes? Your belt and your shoes supposed to go together, man. Thank they, you. They, they, they the icing on the cake. Thank for the you. Fit. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? You can have the, the the most expensive, nice color suit there is. If your shoes and your belt not it, the whole fit could get thrown away. Thank you. On principle, which means you can't have a, an array of brown shoes and only have a black belt. <laughs> <laughs> they can't even have one brown belt and they're using all their brown shoes? I mean, yeah, I, I'll, I'll take that because brown belts are hard to match with sometimes. They, they, they should just sell yeah. them in pairs. I don't know why yeah, they don't do that. Exactly. But I know a lot of people that have a, an array of brown shoes but only have a black belt. Mm. And since we're on this topic, too, I would say that you got to have, like, a basic sense of, like, color <laughs> and seeing, like, what matches. Speaking of, like, you know, matching belts and shoes. You know, like, you know, you have to, like, kind of know what, like, cause the same thing when it goes to, like, well, this is more like the professional spectrum, but, like, the navy blues, the whites, mm-hmm. you know, and the blacks, you know, like, you know, what what spectrums really work with each other, um, what colors don't. And once you learn that, then you start experimenting and start wearing, like, anything, honestly. I mean, or, well, whatever fits your taste. I, I can't say anything. That's bad advice. Like, <laughs> unless I'm buying a new belt on site, I'd really be taking pictures of all my belts and I'd be matching them with the, the shoes mm. when I'm at the store. Yeah, do the same thing. I mean, that's just a struggle. Yeah, honestly. because, like, you know, I can't just bring the belt to the store and be like, why are you stealing? I'm not trying to go through that whole thing. Brown, like, brown is so hard to so. match. I got, like, at least four or five different brown shoes. Mm-hmm. 
and I only have like three brown belts. Yeah, so I it's do. never gonna be exact. It's never, but yeah, because brown like one shade, like you know, darker or lighter makes it a whole different color. Exactly, and it blends different too. It's never one color, especially when you got like those red woods, like the dark woods. It go from like light brown for where your ankles are to kind of a little bit of a darker brown yeah. at the edges, and then your belt either gonna be one of those two colors. You and don't the, get the blend. And the belt section is never organized at the store. The belt section be in shambles. <laughs> the belts are on the, the best. The best belts be on the ground. <laughs> the belts are never organized. I don't know why that's true much less matching that brown with the rest of the suit yeah <laughs> Two at the same so, time. i try to i try to look at pictures with my belt the shoes and I, even then after i'm confident when i do it when i get home i'm like it's, it's the lighting the yeah. lighting in the store it, like it throws you off because it's not natural light so i'm like damn i should got the other belt i knew i should got the other belt and i'm like ah and i go buy the other belt i'm like ah nah low-key the other one was better it's just like it's just a lot but belts number i mean shoes is number one belt belts are a quick two uh, Cause I don't think people people really underestimate the importance of having a belt. My third, I'm think for I me mean, I think is a blazer. Okay. Um, any any color? You gotta have black and gray minimum. Black and gray. Black and gray. I'll okay. do that before navy. Cause, okay. You know na- navy. You I mean you could do a few things with navy, but I feel like when you have a gray or black, you can go business casual. You could throw a collar shirt underneath. You can do a, a plain t-shirt, and you can make it work with a chain or something else. I okay. think a black. Or gray blazer has very is very 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 versatile. Okay. A little bit more than navy gray in my opinion. So I think you gotta if you don't have the blazer, then you know you're not pulling up everywhere in a suit. Not every event requires a suit. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's really just pull up with a blazer. You don't need a tie. College shirt is fine. But if you can't you know dabble in that between that business professional and casual, then you losing. Cause not like these days, you know how often are you wearing a suit? You're not wearing a suit to work at this point. Not True. very often. True. You're going business casual. You're going dress shirt. You're going tie maybe. Work from home. They lucky if they get a polo. Work from home. They be lucky they, they get a t-shirt. Man. <laughs> I, my camera be off. <laughs> my house be high. I can't be on the call with a tank top, so they don't need to see me. But nah, man, you gotta have the blazer. You gotta have the blazer. You gotta okay. Have the blazer. So that's three. What else you got? Four, I mean four, ties. You got and it's ties, not, okay. ties, but it's quality ties. You can't you can't be just picking up the random the random tie that you saw hanging in Walmart or in Burlington. Like you gotta you gotta get the colors to match the shirt, to match what's in your um criteria. You can't get the two fat ties because I've seen people who got the two fat ties that take up their whole chest and look crazy. And you can't you gotta know when to wear a skinny tie. Correct. You, you can't just throw a skinny. Or just know your body style, your body type. Listen. Right? <laughs> I'm just hearing preaching to the choir because there's a lot of times when the, the, the skinny tie is not there for the fit, but you're trying to look cute and young. It's not there. Let it go. It's a tough scene. You hate to see it. You hate to see it. But ties for fifth. And they don't have to be dressy either. And I'm not saying. That's, okay. not, that's what okay. I'm saying. The yeah, fourth yeah, is yeah, dressy. Yeah. Um, but the fifth is um, a good collection of slacks. Okay. All right. You know what I'm saying? It can't just be the tans, right? You need. You might need an olive green, right? You okay. A, you know what I'm saying? Like a light gray, yep, dark yep. gray. You know what I'm saying? But you, you got to have an array because you can't, you really can't limit yourself, yo. You gotta you gotta make that first impression. Sometimes it's the fit that's maybe not you know straight line business casual, but it still looks you know presentable and it still got looks you. good. That's what's gonna make you stand out. And I think that transition from college to workplace you know you need to beef that up because it's not you don't only wear those things to the workplace Mm -hmm. you might go out to well not in covid time but when things reach normality or when things were out of normality you know you will go out you know some of them fit them fits can kind of translate you're gonna wear some good shoes to go out sometimes you know what i'm saying you're gonna need some colored chinos or something like that or some slacks that look Mm -hmm. really good you know what i'm saying you could translate that password so if you got those five i think you're good everything else will follow through heard it heard it that's in my opinion 
That's valid. Mr. Mr. Reed. Mr. Reed, three-piece suit. Facts. We might have to drop the pick on the page. We might have to drop the pick on the page. That's the intro picks. Now, I would say that, you know, that that actually would be, if you're a young professional, like you want to start your career, you do need uh, a well-tailored suit. That's not, that's a very, you know, timeless and valuable thing to have in your closet. Because when that occasion comes, you want to make sure that, you know, you can look like, you know, to the, to the, to the threshold that needs to be presentable, you know, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you want to make sure that if you're a black tie event, you like that the confidence from looking good is also invaluable too as well. Um, if you know you look good, you walk in there, you're like, you know, you're gonna flash a smile, every handshake, make sure you have elevated pitch right, you know, make sure you're gonna be comfortable socializing, comfortable, you know, either explaining, talking business or whatever. Um, so it's and then well, as well as a tailored suit, just tailored clothes in general, if you can for certain like your pants and stuff like that. Like I think well fitted clothes are like very like we have to emphasize that like, you need to have that. Um, and if you're working out and your body change, I mean, you gotta change your clothes too. <laughs> you know, go we'll find a tailor near you if you, if you have one, because they they're around. Hard to find those like artesian uh, human jobs, but they're around still somewhere. Um, what I was about to say. So that's my number one. Number two, um, since you already had the business, like the you know the, the professional shoes. Yeah. I do feel that you need those business casual shoes, like stuff that you can kind of go to like. A brunch with, but also kind of go to like a little light business. Like, meeting, what they call it? like the icebergs that aren't like leather, like the Sperry's, yeah, and stuff like, nah, that. Like, like between Sperry's, yeah. I forgot like what the loafers, yeah. loafers, yeah. like the, but the penny yeah, loafers, loafers. Yeah, exactly. Penny loafers. yeah. Exactly. Like, you know, you have those too because sometimes like the sneakers, the leather, the bread's not gonna always cut it. You know, it's the breads. You know, like you know, that's true. The sneakers can't cut it all the time. You know, I, I'm not saying you gotta wear tennis shoes, but you can you can definitely find like some very stylish shoes to go with, like you know, a variety of fits as well. Um, number two, speaking of sneakers, you know, please, you should wear stuff that you like to. I think you should have a separate wardrobe for the parties, you know, for the cookouts, for the, the bars and the clubs. You know, like, you know, you should have your, make sure you have this, like, you know, you're developing your own style, you know, and you want to go out there and make sure that you feel good and like how you look. And that's you can only do that if you like what you're wearing <laughs> and it fits. Um, and then I think that that's where you're like, I just like, like, you know, at least that, that visible confidence will come from. Um, and you, if you look good, you feel good. And I really believe that. Um, I asked like these speech fillers with these thumbs. But number four, but, <laughs> I, I, I kept hearing myself. I don't know why I keep doing it. Um, but number four, and what uh, what class do you, what you really need? It depends on where you live, too. That's true. That's very true. All so seasons. Like, we got all seasons up here. About, like winter stuff like that, and I'm like, I live in Northeast, so that's different. But if you live in if you live in the cold areas, get you a nice sweater. I think nice sweaters always look good. Pop out to the Christmas party. You Christmas know, party. Wear a nice hot look Christmas nice party. <laughs> I mean, whatever you whatever you want to do. Um, yeah, I can't really think past those three. Nah, that's valid. Um, I think yeah, I'm, I mean, I think I, I told you I'm not that fly, man. I'm not that oh gosh, shooter. here we go. Dude's is capping. But you know what I'll say? I'm joking. But you know what I'll say though? I've never in, like invested a lot of effort to investing in my fashion and i i have a sense of style but i just never you know really put the money forward all that money yeah 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 yeah. i think we, we got definitely got to talk about it after because i was going to ask you something but i'm gonna let Corey jump in real quick yeah um so i'm the least fly of the group man who has the most suits i'm the least fly of the group um but to not sort of go over what everybody already said i'll probably give like a top three like mike but i think the first thing is um a large collection as large as you know feasible of white collared shirts if you have if i had to choose any collared shirt color it would be white so i'm not coming at anybody that does the purple for easter or the pink for for whatever how many whites should you have 
I would have at least seven, if possible. Okay. I would say as many as possible. Because I think, again, it's you it's the go-to. Go ahead, Mike. No, no, I'm saying you just got to be like Mad Men, yo. Off the drill. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Literally. Mad Men. Literally. Just call him Mad Men. everywhere, yo. He was ready. That's a fact. Um, I think it's, it's necessary because, again, think about him. You know, again, we don't wear suits as often as he did. So he probably had like 15 in that drawer. So we don't wear suits nearly as often. But yo, they was wearing suits for 13 hours, bro. Exactly. <laughs> And they wore and he wore them like on Saturdays and Sundays yeah, to, too to go visit people. So you know, um, <laughs> as Stephen mentioned, like even if you wear the blazer without the tie, right? You wearing generally a white shirt. If you do wear the tie, you're wearing a white shirt. If you want something that's you know casual, and you throw on jeans with a white shirt, right? Mm-hmm. I think it, it's sort of just classy. It's easier for ties to go. If you only got you know three or four ties. I would prefer not having a purple shirt, right? Because yeah. then you can only go with like a purple tie, or you, so like I think the white just gives you a variety um, and makes things pop. So if you got a navy blue suit, a white shirt, you could do, throw on really whatever tie you want, or a black suit, you could throw on whatever tie with a white shirt because it doesn't have that clash element um, to it. So I would say a collection of white shirts. I think I have. Probably five or six. I have four. I know I have four. Yeah. And they're different types of white shirts. So exactly. Some with cufflinks. You know some saying? without. Some, some with the heavy ones for the winter, the light one for the summer. You exactly. Know, I got a few different uh, textures. Like I get the breathable cotton you know, for the summer. For me. It'd, be, it'd be hot in the summer. That's what I'm saying. You can't wear the, the travel one. The travel one's the heavy um, cotton oh, yeah. polyester. You got to yep. save that for the winter. That's so, for business trips. <laughs> exactly. Um... I would say next is just a quality overcoat. It could be like a trench coat. Mm. It could be, um, it could really be whatever a pea coat. I think just a quality overcoat. How many is a key? Hmm? Just one. I mean, then it's just be expensive. I'd be looking for sales every day. I think if you only have like one or two suits, which is fine. Like I have no issue with like a a navy blue and a black and a gray. So like three, mm-hmm. you know. I think yeah, whatever. Need- wh- Go ahead, Mike. No, I, I just fully agree with what y'all saying because, like, I'm just from my personal experience, like, you want to have like at least that, like, those three basics. I would say it's black, gray, and navy blue, but you want to have those like three, especially black. Everyone need a black suit. Yeah, <laughs> you, you don't have a black suit. Class, you never know when you need it. Exactly. And so generally, again, if you do it in that order, I think black and gray, those both go with a black overcoat, right? So mm-hmm. you would only need one. Once you start getting into navy blue and the tans and everything like that, then you might venture out. But I think for the basic. The first coat you should have is a black overcoat. Um, so I said overcoat, white shirts. Um, I know we have iPhones and Apple Watches and everything like that, but I can't really, you know, stray away from the fact of having a quality watch. OG watch? Um, you know. Yeah. Oh, do y'all, y'all don't wear Apple Watches or digital watches to I events? Don't, I, don't, do I don't have money to buy digital I don't, watches. I, don't, I, w- I would wear them to events if I had them, but I don't have them. I, I, yeah. I can't get myself to buy a digital watch without having, I feel like, a few collection of really nice watches. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm doing with an Apple Watch when I don't got, like, you know, three or four different color watches I could put on with fits. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, Apple Watch is sleek. But not, you know what I'm saying? But I don't, I'm not pulling up to the wedding with the Apple Watch. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I'm trying to put up with a nice watch. I, like, I agree. I like, you gotta have, like, like a nice watch. I don't, I, that concept would never leave me. You need a time to be ticking on your hand every time you know you that's the most expensive component yeah having a screen and like you know in the flick does not on your wrist does not is it a screen in the flick we yeah, said like, you know, see waiting to sell you something look i mean come on but to have that nice like you know Giorgio romani or something like that exactly so i think a, i think a watch is important yeah damn 
Yeah, give me some watches. Uh, I mean, again, I have nothing against the Apple Watches, but like the bands, I think I've seen the gold band for the Apple Watch. They do. Um, they have a brown one too. They have a few to make it look yeah. like a watch. It's not a problem. So again, I don't, again, wear your Apple Watch. I don't have an Apple Watch. Um, that's just not my thing. But I would say a watch is important. Um, shoot, I might go with all five now. Um, I'm, I'm well. just, You're I'm just thinking. Um, have a good collection of socks. I think we mm. we over underestimate socks a lot. Um, whether it be, I'm a, I'm a huge proponent of Nike socks. I was reading the tweet that I said the other day. I'm not big into brands, but I can't have enough Nike socks. That's a fact. Um, so I think for me, like that's just important. I like black and white Nike socks. Um, I don't know why. I know I do too. I feel like I gotta have at least like six to eight of each one minimum. Yep. But they got the gray ones now, and I kind of want to. I need the gray ones because I yep. feel like I'm missing out on that wave. And I'm also like a fun socks type of dude, like the patterns, the designs. Um, I've gotten complimented on my socks. Like that starts conversations. Mm, so fits. I'm not yeah. not saying it in that type of way, but, you know, I think it's just something to add to an outfit. If you do, you know, a lot of times they say go into business meetings with a, a plain tie, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, a, bl- a navy blue or a red tie. So your socks might be the only way you can get creative. Yeah. So I think it's just a way to add that creative element to your outfit um, when you're in a more formal setting or even when you're in a less formal setting. You got on some plain white white sneakers and you got on some funny socks, mm-hmm. right, or some cool socks. So I think – I mean, uh, that's the difference maker. Yep. There's no holes in your socks. Um, can't, can't. Corey, say that again, th- please. There's no holes in your socks. <laughs> can't be doing that no um, holes in the socks please i think that's important because you know say you say you go on a first date and you gotta take your shoes off when you get to shorty house and you thought your socks was cool because of the design but it had a hole in it that's bottom three that's the toughest scene um a hole a hole um, multiple holes sometimes if the if the piece of, it's a fit uh, excuse me if the piece of clothing does not is not you know impeccable <laughs> you shouldn't wear it i don't know yeah just told, if you can't sew it back you know find someone that knows how to sew um, then you should probably toss it. Yeah. There's um, no point keeping it. Like, what are you going to do with it? I guess you're wearing it around your house. But. That's true. But I don't, why would you wear it around your house? It be wasteful. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I would I cut it up and use it as a rag. <laughs> um, <laughs> but the last thing I would say, um, people that know me know I'm huge in the hats. I have a hat on right now as we're recording. Court didn't want to grow his hair out because he wasn't ready to let go of the hats. That's really what it was. Um, I have a I have a hat wall generally when I'm um, living by myself, so um, it's it's a big thing for me. So whether it's a, a dressy hat um, or just a, a baseball cap, I have a huge collection of baseball caps. Again, I think it's just another element to add to creativity. I think a lot of times people try to be so fly that they end up looking like everybody else. Mm-hmm. And I think when you can add things like socks, when you can add things like hats. To sort of say, oh, I'm gonna have this that fit. That fit is fly, but I'm gonna throw this hat on. I'm yep. gonna throw these different pairs of socks on. Yep. Um, those shoes is fly, but I'm gonna throw these socks on with it. I think it's just that n- another element to add to it. So white shirts. Um, what I say second, white shirt. Uh, watches. Watches, socks, hats. I said something else. What was the first thing? Oh, an overcoat, an overcoat, overcoat an overcoat. overcoat, overcoat. overcoat. Um, so, yeah, those those are my five things. Um, and we'll probably post our, our top five yeah. um, on the social media, at AD Combos. Um, but, yeah, I think that was good. That was a good start. So, Do, do y'all feel like there comes a time where you got to retire certain parts of, um, like, your wardrobe? Like, I'm mainly speaking to, like, the Jays, the Adidas pants. Like, do dudes have to let that go at some point? Or does it, like, is it a transition where it's, like, you just wear it less? Or what is that? I mean, I mean, there's different clothes for different things in your life, of course, you know. Like, the, like, the Adidas pants is like, you know, you're chilling. Like, you might go somewhere casual, go to the store. 
you know, like because that athleisure thing is still very popular. Um, I don't think you. I don't. I mean, I, I do think yes, yeah, yeah. Something that you, know you had it, like it's more of like a time, like an age thing. If, if yeah. you had the piece of clothing for too long, I feel like it might have lost taste. Well, that's just me. I can't generalize. That's that's how I feel. Okay. So I think I would, I would move on past that. Yeah. I mean, personally, for my go-tos, I would say no. I'm a huge sweatsuit person. Yes. I will be a huge sweatsuit person till I'm here on this earth. So my grandkids gonna meet me in sweatsuits. Exactly. <laughs> I love sweatsuits. I don't. It's just my thing. I don't like jeans. I think jeans are uncomfortable. I wear them to get fly. Yeah, of course, and one more time, man. I don't like jeans. I think they're uncomfortable. <laughs> Um, so like I wear them for the four hours for my little event, come home, I'm in shorts or I'm in a sweatsuit. So I think to retire some, like Mike said, things that go out of style, that's up to you. But I think if you have a go-to, don't let people say that your go-to is wrong. Mm, okay. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. I think, I, I think, go ahead, Mike. No, I'm just saying you always got to keep your own style. No, I think I agree. I think you keep the things, I think and the magnitude where you wear it out, I think decreases. Like I had no problems walking around campus as an undergrad. I did this a little bit as a grad student too. But like walking to campus undergrad with like just Adidas pants on, random sweatshirt, whatever, and call it a day. I'm not really worried about that. But I don't think, you know, as you get older, it's like, I am going somewhere. Let me just throw on my Adidas pants. It's, it's a little bit more of conscious, like, all right, you know, maybe I'm going to the store, but I low-key might run an errand. Maybe I'll put on like, you know, a little bit of a slack and like a calm tea or something if, mm. as opposed to me wearing my Adidas pants. I think the situations change. Not necessarily um, that I can't wear them, but I'm thinking like, hmm, I might go to some of these places if I'm in this space, I kind of low-key want to be prepared. Because I think that's the only thing that will stop me from wearing sweats out. Now, what Now what would those situations be? Because if I'm thinking of errands, I'm thinking sweats the whole time. I'm never thinking mm-hmm. about... So, like, for example, right, like, let's say this, this is a bad example, right, because this is off wind. But let's say, um, you know, I went to go to the store, just pick up some groceries real quick, and I realized, you know, there's a church event going on after, right? You know, okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I'd rather be in um, a pair of, like, um, chinos or something and, like, Oxford that was pulling up to my church in sweats. Okay, that's you know valid. What I'm that's valid. Like, and that's an extreme example, of course, but I'm saying, like, you know, I think cognitively, as I get older, I think I'll be a little bit more conscious of those types of scenarios, but I don't think I'll ever stop wearing what makes me comfortable because it's okay. what makes me comfortable. So. Now, will there be a stage in y'all lives? Again, this is for both of y'all because I know there's people that sort of, if I got to run errands, I might run into somebody or whatever mm-hmm. the case is where they think grocery store, jeans, yeah. you know, grocery store, slacks or whatever. Yeah. Well, do y'all think y'all will get to that point? Never. Cool. Never. It I can't agree. happen. It can't happen. I don't think I care enough what people think about my fit. They're probably not going to like my fit anyway if I pulled out without Adidas fans. So that makes, like, makes less sense. And yeah, I, I became important in my fashion in like college. Cause like, like you said, Steve, walking across campus, I'm like, man, I do not care what y'all do. I'm going fast. I'm going home. Like, I'm, like, so I've developed not really caring about like how people view. I, I wear what was comfortable too. Um, I'm still laughing, Corey. You said grocery store slacks. You <laughs> 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 want some slacks to go to pick up some vegetables, bro? Um, but now nah, I, I agree. I don't think I would ever come to that phase either. Okay, I got one more question. Well, not one more question, but another yeah. question. So. How big of a role do you feel finances plays into fashion or into, like, having a quality wardrobe? Mm-hmm. I think diversity more than what you wear, right, if that makes sense. I think if you have the money to expand your wardrobe for a multiple different things, you're going to do that. Not to say if you have, like, an avenue, you won't run that avenue. 
But let's say, like, you know, I like my suits. I like my business casual. I like my sweats and everything. I'm going to spend my money across all boards. You'll see it. I don't think you see necessarily as much of the business casual as you do maybe the sweats and stuff like that because the money's not there for me and also the situation doesn't present itself. Mm-hmm. But if I have money, let's say, you know, I'm bringing in X amount of money, like 100K, whatever, I'm spending money, like, on all these things, right? I don't really care necessarily about cop and sweats. I want to have eight or ten blazers, right, in all different colors. Okay. I want 30 dress shirts, you know what I'm saying? I want 10 tailored suits. I think I'm going to expand my money to do the things I can't do, but the things I can do, I'm going to make it within my budget. So I think it's the diversity. For me, I'm not saying okay. but, but for, like, us coming, like, right out, right, maybe mm-hmm. not making that much right now, Yeah. do we feel like that we need money? Like, is that, like, a, a hindrance to having a quality wardrobe, not having money, not having a good amount of money? That and the willingness to pay for it. Go ahead, Mike. You could jump in. I'll elaborate after. Uh, no, I say for me personally, it was um, because I was, I guess, a snowman, but I was like very low income family in college. So I didn't have, I just didn't have the money to put towards. I had to like, like consciously, like, I can't invest in this really. So what I did was I had this like kind of buy need buying strategy I would do. So like, I would buy things like if I was like lacking in jeans, all right, let me go get some jeans. You know, let me, if I'm missing, if I, if I feel like it wasn't enough variety, you know, mm-hmm. like, Hypothetically, this wasn't my reality, but hypothetically, like I got three shirts. I know I got all these events. Let me try to get eight shirts so I can have options. You know, yeah. I would do it like that, and I would stop right there. I wouldn't just keep expanding. I would just do it by need, like you know. This, yeah, you, you better go out somewhere. Let me let me cop two exactly. or three things. Like dudes want to go to a bar in two weeks. You know what? Let me get something new. Let me get a turtleneck. Let me get like a jean jacket. Like you know, I would do it by need, and then they would slowly grow. Um, that way, a very slow growth. <laughs> I'm not saying it's the most efficient way by by all means, but now that I like left college, like after you know for like a year now, um, I've been growing it since, and so now I kind of just expand um, by what I want and kind of so I can have the diversity. It really you know frustrates me personally when I look at my closet. I'm like, dang, I, I see the things I've worn like in the past like three weeks. <laughs> like, you know, I want something. I want I want to see other things I haven't shown people yet before. Um, and so that's what moves me. So I do think it was it was a massive hindrance for me. Um, if you got it, you go ahead, spend it. You know, rack up. Uh, I I support you hundred percent. Because like you know, clothing. I feel like like fashion and like wardrobe is like a sense of expression too. So you know, if you if you got the money, by all means. I know friends that got like a whole closet full of shoes. That's not me, but they they happy. <laughs> they feet never miss. You know, at the party. So if you got it, spend it. You know, don't you might as well treat yourself to what to what you want to wear. And if you want the quality, go with the quality. Yeah, I mean, so I would say, I would argue um, that it's not necessarily a huge hindrance. I think it depends on how you do it, right? So for me, I was always, and Stephen and Mike will argue that I have all these suits. I have like... Mad suits, I have like three, maybe four suits. Times four. Three, maybe four suits. But most people won't know that. Okay, but most people won't know that because every time I wear it, I wear a different tie or I wear a different bow tie. Well, you don't know who gave me that website though, the twenty dollars yeah, tie when yeah. I first met you. Yeah. So you know, I found things like twenty dollars tie. I found out that some of the flyest ties that I have, I got from a thrift store from mm-hmm. Savers, right? So three to four suits, a bunch of white shirts, as I said in my top five, and a bunch of different ties, and and nobody will know the difference. And I'm not one to take pictures at every event. So, you know, I think a lot of times it's, it's that element right there. Everybody want to take a picture at every event. And then you feel like you can't rewear the And then fit. you can't rewear it. If you ain't take no picture, it don't matter. Right? Oh, so, um, but again, it's I true. think it's it's how you do that. Um, I'm a huge proponent of, of plain T-shirts. I'm not super into graphic tees. Um, I like plain T-shirts. 
my plain T-shirt that, you know, if I'm wearing a black V-neck, why in the world do I need to pay $35 for a black V-neck, right? I could find a black V-neck for $7 That's or a black, a black crew neck yeah. for 5 mm-hmm. right? And so I think if you, if you wear things like that, that don't have a brand attached to it. There's repetitiveness that you could go so it's much. It's repetitiveness and it's discount that you could have because you paying for, you know, an extra five stitches, an extra six stitches to mm-hmm. put that little logo on on the on the side pocket. It's a five or six? Come on, Corey. Don't be don't be it's like twenty five. Twenty five stitches, I'm sorry. <laughs> Whole um, Nike logo at the top, the shirt forty dollars now. Exactly, exactly. Versus, you know, a gray hoodie or, you know, a great sweat uh like with my sweatsuits, mm-hmm. I come out now with with um, a Hanes sweatsuit. You, you got tech, Hanes tech, <laughs> right? <laughs> Russell tech, right? Ah. You know, I think how you do certain things like that. Um, again, some pe- some people are into brands, so I can't you know sit here and fault people that mm-hmm. are into brands. But I think you can do s- things in certain ways where if brands aren't relevant, then you could be you could be fly, yeah, super fly. Yeah. You know, and while you saying that, I realized I was my point was a little off too. Cause you're right, <laughs> it is about. I just think like my my preference is what, like was I was thinking of, and so it is how you shop. Some mm-hmm. people don't really like they have a massive wardrobe, but they should be thrift shopping. You know? Correct, <laughs> and they find everything you need there. And, and you're absolutely right. And they got things that um, fit them there too. Yeah, I'll only slightly argue that sometimes like. Because the way it's structured, that sometimes paying a little bit more, you do get better quality. Of That's clothes. true. That's true. Of course. Um, of course. The Nike hoodies definitely do be you know, keep you warm and full. Um, oh, believe me, I got yeah. I got those too. Believe me, believe me, they in the closet. <laughs> that's the only thing though. <laughs> no, that was valid. That's valid. Yeah, no, that was valid. I think we good. Yeah. Any final thoughts, Corey? You, what are you gonna tell the the, the streets that you are wearing for the rest of the summer? What's the, what's the fit for the summer? For the summer, I'm not going nowhere. Uh, I ain't even unpacked yet. Um, I, <laughs> we not we not going nowhere. So why are you not unpacking? Because I'm not going nowhere. I'm screaming. Um, so I think the thing for me is, you know, learn and, and grow your style and how you want to be perceived as as you get older, right? You know, when I go shopping now, I try to take my nephew with me, right? I try. So, like, little things like that. Because when I was in, like, he's going into high school. When I was going into high school, I was like, y'all need a chain. I need, like. You need, you need earrings? I, I thought I needed my, my ears pierced, right? Mm-hmm. I thought I needed oh, f- fitted caps. Corey. Go ahead. That, that was the fourth thing I forgot about, jewelry. That is very important. If you mm. if you can rock jewelry, then, like, I think that you should get it. If you got earrings, you know, for the, not, nah, I don't know. I don't know. Y'all don't wear earrings professional settings, do you? I don't, I don't, have, have, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't have, have my ears pierced. pierced. Are you both not have your ears pierced? Sh- strict nah. African oh, parents, bro. Bad. By the time I got to this age, bro, I didn't even care no true. more. I got little. I got little ears. <laughs> I got small. My ears smaller than Corey's. I don't even want to hear that. But where you get the little diamonds, man? Stop playing. But um, uh, but yeah, I said if you, yeah, like I said, like that's along with the watches too. Like you know, if you can get the chains, you know, you get the, the rings. Like if you can, like if you like that type of stuff, I think you should add that there because I'm a big. Well, that's a very Jamaican to me, but then you should definitely get this. You know, like you know, lay out in jewelry if you need to. Is there is there such thing as too many gold chains? If they real, no. If they real, I like the disclaimer. Mike's chain says yeah, always real. Early. Oh, and if you wear glasses, that, that, that'll be my. Yeah, the glasses too. No, be I would, my, uh, fashion principle: always never buy fake jewelry. Just buy the real thing. Yeah, save up. I agree on Mike's point. I would also agree if you wear glasses. Understand that that's part of your fit. Yeah, you need at least six. 
I don't, I don't know about sick classes. You need sex, man. When, you, when you got prescriptions in them. I got prescriptions, man. Go I'm telling you. And glasses is cheap these days. It's not back in the day. You can get like three or four for less than 200 Yeah, honestly, if, you, if I need a site, man, let us know because I definitely get mine for cheap. <laughs> Nah, you, if you unless you have contact. If you have contact, you can make it right. But I feel like if you yeah. wear like I wear strictly glasses, no contacts, nothing. So I mean, I mean, but even even if plastic in my eye, so you said what, Mike? Because I ain't putting no plastic, no little piece of contact in my eye. Why you said a little piece of plastic? I wear I wear contacts, um, and I think contacts are really good for me because, um, again, I have a couple prescription pairs of glasses but mm-hmm. contacts make it easier to like change up my frames yeah. because i've grown up with glasses not having glasses seems weird to me so i've always taken my glasses as an element of my style mm. so i don't want to have on like a dope suit a dope bow tie combo with the tw- with the 20 dollar prescription glasses screamer, screamer, screamer. that you know that, that you had for like the last four years. That I have for the last say. four years. I'll be sleeping in. They bent on the side. You know, they. I'm pushing them up on my face every two minutes. Um, so I think, you know, if God willing, if you have like prescription plans that let you get new glasses every year, get new glasses every year. Mm-hmm. If you are, you know, have a lesser prescription that lets you order things online, order things online. Yes. If you have contacts but still like the feel of glasses, get a bunch of non-prescription glasses and put in your contacts in and throw on the glasses, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think you have to don't. I wouldn't discount the glasses as a part of your wardrobe. No, that's valid. I I say have that many just because I feel like one, two of them are going to be everyday wears, and then three or four are really going to be strategically for fits. Like I think the glasses I wore for your party, I don't think I've worn them since. I think I actually mm. ordered them in my mind, knowing I'm going to need them for your party, not knowing about True. your party. Like, <laughs> so it's like I don't know. You got to save some for certain days, but yeah, I don't know. Would, would y'all do LASIK? Because I guess we all three wear glasses. No, they said that like your eyes still deteriorate as you age. Mm-hmm. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, but like I, don't know. I feel like I was expecting a permanent correction. <laughs> and then that also doesn't make sense. So I mean, I feel like I want to, because like I, I do want to see what like to wake up and have twenty twenty. People wake up in the morning and they don't look for glasses. You see the world perfectly. I'm not gonna lie, I envy y'all a little bit, man. It, it's when I wake up in the morning and I can see, I know where things are, but I'm just like, why are the words so blurry, man? But I've heard, but I've heard horror stories about it too. Oh, really? Where people mm-hmm. like feel like they got film on the, film on the eye, for just like they, that's just what they feel like. Mm, so like know. for me to get Lasix and still feel like I got contacts. Corey trying to scare me out of it. I'm not trying to scare you. I think this, this, this was years ago, so I think it, it's definitely changed and gotten better and, and tested more over the years, but. It's not even that expensive, honestly. Yeah, I heard it's been cheaper, Mike. Oh, yeah. It's expensive, but, you know, it's not that expensive. Like, a couple thousand, like two, three. I heard it's less than that now. <laughs> it's less than that now? I heard yeah. it's, you can get it yeah. for under a thousand. I think, but I think it all depends on your prescription. Yeah, prescription and yeah. insurance and everything you're, else. What my doctor told me, you got, your prescription has to be the same over six months and before you can get the surgery. Oh, that's like, I had the same prescription for like nine years. See, that's why Stephen can have multiple glasses. When he was saying that he had six pairs, it just wasn't calculating <laughs> in my head. My my prescription has not changed since I think at least maybe sixth grade, maybe. Okay, that this this makes way more sense. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's been the same. So like I know I I go to eye doctor and be like one or two. I'm like come on, you know it's two. Like <laughs> we both know it's two. I can see two, and then he writes a prescription or she writes it up and it's the same two. I'm not gonna say it out loud because the nigga's gonna call me blind. But it's been the same prescription for a minute. So I think but I think that that's an element that you count. Most people's change over time. Yeah, so yeah. even in the course of like two or three months. Yeah. Um, do I got anything else on, on the wardrobe? 
Um, if y'all know, if y'all have a place where tall brothers like me who are slim can get fits, just let me know because it is a struggle to find pants that are long enough. It's a, a struggle to find things that are yeah. slim enough. Pants is the worst one. The pants is if you could find me a site where I could get the pants really like for a good quality, man, and they they long enough, just holler at me. I'll shout you on the pod. What's your, uh, what's your leg length? Thirty six. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Once you get past 34, all the all the big sites they just let you go. I want to say 34 is like the max I always see. Yeah, it's going? 36, bro. It's the toughest scenes. I, if certain fits, I might be able to rock a 34, maybe, 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 and I really can't. I'm really can't. Yeah, Steven, Steven got to have a fire socks, man. You got to have a fire socks. Yeah, but you definitely wear high water. You about to say 34? 34 is really the length that you push the high waters, like, and I, I've made it work. You know what I'm saying? But it's not. I'm not trying to wear no 34, man. Just give me the 36. Yeah, it's a tough scene. God just made mad leg for no reason. I don't want to post. But don't, don't they? But don't, uh, excuse me. Don't they got uh, big and tall stores? That's like a that? problem. It's big and tall. Right. I'm only tall, no big. Like, <laughs> so when they start doing 36 weights, they start at 30, they start when they start doing 36 length, they start at 36 width. Mm. I am not 36 width. <laughs> <laughs> I am far from it. That shit would be overall. I can't do it. So I, every time I go to a big and tall section and I don't see big and tall separated, I just walk out because I know I'm be disappointed. Mm. So I never thought about it like that. Mm-hmm. Hey, get the suspenders, you know? you'd be good. Bro. I have a pair. I have three pairs of suspenders actually. For that exact I'm reason. One day. I think I'm pull off. I don't know. Yo, y'all have top hats? Matt Aranda. like a no. top hat. You wear the suit. I like use Al Capone and Godfather. Nah, because I'm, if I'm wearing a the suit, then my hair probably like well done. Nah, I don't, but um, I know people that do. I think my pops got a couple. I definitely had one for a moment in time. I thought it was fly. So, I'm not. I don't think I'm going to wear top with my suits. I don't know if I could. I think on a good day, I could pull it off. Over, 30, over 32. I'm going to buy one. I'm going to buy one. Now I'm, I'm going to buy a top hat. What's your what's your what's your go to? This is the last question. What's your go to piece? For me, like my go to when I'm trying to get fly is like a vest. Mm. I have a huge collection, not a huge collection, but multiple vests where I could throw on a turtleneck. I could throw on like a V-neck underneath. Vests are my go-to. What's your go-to piece? Go-to piece. I think for me, it's always like a blazer bow tie combo. That's mm. always been my, I like that growing up. There's self, self-tie or? So I, I upgraded self-tie in high okay, school there because we go. I, appreciate I, that. I was doing, um, I think I was trying to take like class pictures in high school, right? And I... I got called out for this like two years before anyway, so I had to stop wearing bow ties for a minute. Oh, because you was doing a clip on. Yeah, and it's somebody from high school was I've like, seen. what is that? Because no one's really tying ties like that, bow ties at yeah. least. Oh, yeah, no, most people don't know how to you know tie bow ties. And he, he called me out. I was like, Steve, like, not like in front of everybody. He was just saw me taking a picture. I was like, Steve, that's a, did you tie that? Boy, what you doing? And I hate when somebody said, boy, what you doing? They're not black. I'm like, oh, I must have done really fucked up. Like, <laughs> and so he's like, yo, you got to get the self-tie. You you could, you could tie your own ties. You need to tie your own bow tie. So I remember picture day, I copped like two or three bow ties. I was in the mirror for two hours on YouTube trying to get that perfect knot. Yeah. And my dad my, cause my dad don't tie bow ties either because mm-hmm. a lot of the bow ties I were wearing were kente. And the kente ones usually come got pre-tied. You, got you. So I had mm-hmm. to teach that myself. And I was like, once I did that, I'm like, all right. Um, I really like both. I saved them for strategic things, though. Like, like senior year of college, too, I wore a bow tie. Like, I, I, Every time it's time to take a picture and I really want to yeah. be on my things, I always wear a bow tie, either a cardigan or a blazer. That's why I sent you the site, because like, there's very few places that sell oh. self-tie bow ties mm-hmm. now. So that's my go-to. That's valid. Mm. That's my go-to. You about to say a three-piece suit. I'm- <laughs> 
I'm between like either whatever pants I'm wearing and the shoes. I think that makes it good. I think like you can always find a top for the occasion. It's just so even for men, like there's enough variety where you'll find like what a sweater, shirt, button down. Like, you know, you can find something nice to put on top. But I feel like your pants really bring it together. Um, and also definitely the, your feet, you know, you can't, like, they, if it looks like, if it's quality, like if it all fits together, it's quality, then it makes sense. So I always try to like make sure like if you got some, like the shoes, I think, I think I start with the shoes. Like, what, what am I going to wear? And how can I build that up from there? Okay. Um, cause like, you know, you show into the cookout, you know, you gotta have something that's gonna be dirty, also something that's fly at the same time, you know, and that uh, you gotta, and then you can kind of get the, the pants from that. And then the top is whatever you feel like wearing, honestly, you, you, like, I feel like it's so easy to, well, I don't want to generalize, but mm-hmm. it's easier, in my opinion, that you can kind of find like a sweater or t-shirt to match the rest of your outfit. Um, and then you can build up to so if you're wearing a hat, you're wearing jewelry, and everything else becomes like, you know, accessory after that. Valid. Was valid, man. Valid. All right, cool, man. Yeah. Uh, moving. I'm still learning from these guys. But. Listen, there's, there's a strategic order to who is the flyest, and I'm just going to say I'm third. We already know I'm not I'm one, so... Third, I'm second, I guess, because Courtney number one. That's what I was about to say. As go, long go, as Mike understand with me, go ahead to plug a plug. You want to plug a plug, man? This is not serious. Yo, <laughs> when, when I start investing in my wardrobe, I think people will see it because I'll start posting on IG more for myself. <laughs> Mike, Mike going to be only doing pictures of himself now. Nobody else. Self fits. Yeah. Don't come. Um, nah, <laughs> uh, this week, yo, we got something real local. If you in Connecticut, especially if you in Hartford, I need y'all to go check this out. It's Lulu's Ice Cream Cafe. It's right across the street from the YMCA on Albany Ave in Hartford. Um, Black-owned business, by the way. Uh, very, 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 very good ice cream. They actually celebrated their first year anniversary as a restaurant three days ago on the 28th. Um, so, yeah, uh, check them out. 465 Albany Ave. I'm going to post them on the IG at AD Convos. Uh, any flavor you – they had, um, I think – Lemonade sorbet, they had cookies oh, and cream, they had cheesecake. They have at least, I think, 30 different flavors, and she rotates them in and out. Say that. Say that. So if you're ever in Hartford, you're ever in Connecticut, please, 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 please go check out Lulu's Ice Cream Cafe. Wonderful woman, great um, company, or great um, business, excuse me, and black-owned. Um, they got a little outside section for, like, the summertime? No, they're in the hood, bro. Okay. Uh, they're, they're right across from the Y, though, so across on the behind the Y is a, um, a playground and like okay. a park, so you can just walk over there Say and that. go eat. Say that. Um, so, yeah, um, if you want to follow them on IG, it's Lulu Ice Cream Cafe, L-U-L-U-I-C-E-C-R-E-A-M-C-A-F-E, Lulu's Ice Cream Cafe. Shout out to her. Really appreciated um, her giving me some ice cream. I told her I'll show her some love on the pod, so I got you. Now you know what time it is. What, what time is it, Corey? Mike, what time is it? Pass the ox. Let me stop. So go first. I'm. I'll go first because I got accused of hiding my song by so my here contemporaries. We go. Here we go. Oh, <laughs> Mike's laughing. <laughs> Corey, funny. Yo, Corey. Now nah, Corey's hilarious, man. That's fine. That's cool. So on um, my song this week. Uh, I don't, I don't know if this probably say his name. I think it's IDK. I actually saw him, I think, on Adam's story. So show love to Adam, I guess. Um, the song's called "Live for It." It's IDK featuring Wale and Alice Vogg. Um, and uh, here it is.
go. Defeat the odds, defeat the odds, that shit be hard. Got all these scars and traumas, but he still got a pulse. He still got a voice, he working till it hurts. An angel told me don't ever fall in love with results. The grind heavy, my mind ready, I'm not tripping. Look at my journey, it's not comfy like flying spirit. Nah, seriously, all these haters that I ain't heard it really love me, but my success make them all delirious. DMV is everywhere, it's really my marathon. I really get praised for it, I put on like everyone. I'm lying, not everyone, but I put on your faith. They love me when they cold, they get hot, they might hate. Dubai in the wake, Osaka the date. You popping this week, I got a decade. But knowing the greatest, I put my heart in the game. That's why these jokers think they winning. Sorry, this isn't space. Cause I live for it, die for it. I'm willing to fight for it and ride for it. You just gotta dive in it. You're live in it, yeah, yeah. You gotta be in love with it and fall for it. You can't put a piece in it, but all of it. You the MVP for it and ball for it, yeah, yeah. Pick your bitch ass up. You complaining about falling, better put your kickstand up. They say I ain't starting, fuck it, I'm the six man what? I'm tapping their shoulders till I tell them this man duck, yeah. And it's all in my hands now. Everybody wanna be a nigga friend now. Remember when they used to tell me put the pen down? Now a nigga got bars like the pen. Wow, I heard that line so many times, so I'm dead in it. I'm bleaching up the floor so they never find no evidence. I take a little break, now they saying I'm irrelevant. Until I lift the trunk on their ass like an elephant in the room. I'm a groom married to the game. Never been ashamed to say my name. If they saying who the best, you gon' have to aim for the brain. Chief Keith Bang Bang. Wale really said, "Yeah, my journey, y'all journey, not comfortable like flying spirit." Listen, man, that's my guy. I know that's, that's your guy. guy. I know that's your guy, man. Uh, so yeah, He's very underrated. I think so too. Yes, yes, he gets slept on a lot, especially because he never he never really reached where everybody expected him to be. But you know, music in general, people place false aspir- their own aspirations on where they want the artist yeah. to go. So but what do you, but what do you say in this song, man? Y'all popping for a year? I got a decade, man. L- listen, why, man. Why late? You can tell play me. late. Word play late. Word play late. <laughs> uh, that's live for it. Wale, IDK, and Alex Vogg. Um, I think this is a project that comes off. I think it's off an album actually. I believe it's called. Uh, I call IDK and Friends 2 Basketball County Soundtrack. So I'm go check it out. Um, it's pretty good, honestly, in my opinion. A lot of good tracks on there. All right. I'll go next. Um, I don't got Wale on my track, but it's mm. all good. It's all good. Um, I'm doing an artist called Rex Life Raj. I can't remember if he's already on the playlist or not. Um, he might be on the, He might be. Okay. Um, but, again, Rex Life Raj, uh, dope artist. He did a remake of this song to sort of relate to all the protests and things that were going on, and that's how it caught my eye. Um, But the song is called War um, by Rex Life Raj. With my day ones, running until we was playing D1. Hopping on that shuttle, then shuttle to get my speed up. Young niggas faking about that street shit. Go outside and get beat up. He had no hands, so we grabbed the heater. That's how life fly on this side. And I ain't in your business if you ain't in mine. 
My mama hit me with that holy water early. She prayed for me and it helped surely. I know it gotta be a God with how crazy this world be. Maybe it isn't. Maybe he just stop and visit. That's that free will hitting it. I guess you move how you wanna move. But how my niggas move, I just be praying that my niggas smooth. Another nigga shot dead on KTVU. Mama asked if I know him when she watching the evening news. Even if I do, what can niggas do? Where can niggas hide? It's a war outside. It's a war outside. It's a war outside. And everybody acting like they don't see it. It's a war outside. crazy off the shit I pondered. Journey of a million miles when my mind wandered. We wasn't born into a million dollars. I had niggas putting peas in a Honda. The niggas that went to college was the first to go to college and they family. Celebrated like we won a Grammy. Where I'm from a diploma, make a nigga happy. Remember looking at my granny, you was where I made it. I gave my mama a hug and went out and got faded. Luckily, I was one of the ones who so if y'all trying to uh, search him, again, I, he might be on a playlist already. The song is going to be in a description link. Um, but Rex Life Raj, R-E-X-X-L-I-F-E-R-A-J. Rex Life Raj. That was dope. I like that. I guess we all in our calm, chill, you know, slow <laughs> vibe this week. But, um, I just picked a song that's my favorite. So I picked a little brother song. Um, it's my favorite, th- excuse me, my favorite song off their, la- their most recent album. And I think it speaks a lot about, you know, where I am in life, my phase that I go through. And I just feel like, you know, one of the open lines really get me. I'm going to tell you what it is after the song. Um, but here is Work Through Me by Little Brother. Is that Mike rapping? Oh yeah, I was rapping. Yeah, that was, that was the next line was really good. But um, he said, I think it was Big Pooh, but he said, um, if my life would if my life was a movie, then this would be the score. And I was like, that's I need that. I need mm. to hear that every day. <laughs> mm. That was valid. Okay, what are y'all keeping up today? I like it. 
I like it. Um, before we end the podcast, I want to sure we show not only um, respect and love, um, condolences to the family of Malik B, a member of the mm-hmm. Roots that died. I believe it's just it's only been like what two days now. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's um, the Roots. If you know the Roots, you know iconic hip hop um, rap uh, group. I mean, top five, honestly. If we're gonna be realistic, um, and even past music, you know they're hosting the Roots picnic for the last what three or four years at least. Um, so they're not only iconic in rap; they're really um, part of the culture that is hip hop music. Um, and so it's a shame that we lost them. Uh, rest in peace to him and condolences to his family. Um, but you know he could sp- he wasn't always the main spitter, but I mean, he could spit. And that was the main point of that. Um, so love to him. Absolutely, absolutely. And again, you know we talked a lot today um, about wardrobe, about but just overall about growing up, right? Mm-hmm. And so you know we want to take time to give thanks to to the roots and everybody else in hip hop that's continuing to do things, but. You know, as this looks at our own life, we just want to continue to give people flowers and roses and stuff while they can smell them. So, you know, tell your friend, um, tell that artist, you know, tell that person that's rapping in your hood that you appreciate them, right? That they mm-hmm. work is fire, that they that their music is dope. Um, cause I think that means a lot more on this side um, than it does on the other. So um, we want to do that. But while you can, continue to do it in your own space, in your own life. Yeah. Um, but with that being said, man, episode 25 after dinner conversations, we officially in our mid twenties, getting closer to thirty. Um, Kids coming. All just right. Kidding, just kidding. Just kidding. Um, but episode twenty five. Um, continue to like, rate, subscribe, review, share. Um, we love hearing the feedback. We love hearing that new people are listening to the pod. So we want to continue to grow that audience. Continue to follow us and interact with us on Instagram at adconvos. Um, and we'll be back, you know, with another episode. So, again, continue to listen, continue to tell your auntie to tell her cousin to tell her god sister to tell her best friend. After dinner, conversations is here. Peace. Check